listening to the St. Mark's Podcast for July 4th, 2021, the sixth Sunday after Pentecost. Today's sermon was given by the Reverend Elizabeth Garnsey. It's based on Mark, chapter 6, verses 1 through 13. If you ever hear the Bible dismissed as a dusty old book, take heart. Dust is one of the Bible's most important features. In Genesis, Adam and Eve are formed from dust. Later, God promises Abraham his descendants will be spread abroad like the dust of the earth. In the prophets, covering oneself in dust is a symbol of sorrow and remorse. And in the story of Jonah, the king of Nineveh signals his repentance by sitting down in the dust, while Jonah slumps down in the dust out of self-pity. And in Job and the Psalms, going down to the dust refers to the grave. In 2 Samuel, an an enemy shows his scorn for King David by throwing dust at him. The Jews of the New Testament times clean their feet or shake off the dust when leaving Gentile territory so as not to contaminate their holy land with pagan soil. And today, in our Gospel according to Mark, Jesus offers this dust image to his disciples as a way of handling failure and rejection. If any place will not welcome you and they refuse to hear you, Jesus says, as you leave, shake off the dust that is on your feet. As if instituting something of sacramental importance, Jesus gives his disciples this outward and physical sign of an inward and spiritual release of failure and rejection, a way to clear their heads and unburden their consciences so in freedom they can move on to the next town. Like the water of our baptism and like the bread at the Lord's table, leave it to Jesus to use something so ordinary and ubiquitous as the dust on the ground to help us through something so profoundly challenging as failure and rejection, which we all experience in our lives. Jesus knew firsthand that failure and rejection would happen even to the best of his followers. After all, he experienced miserable failure in his very hometown and among his very own family. They took offense at him, whether out of jealousy or resentment, They could not accept such deep wisdom from their local boy, such a radical message. They knew him as the low-wage carpenter they grew up with, or maybe as the notorious son of Mary who took to the open road to become a wandering teacher instead of staying close to his family, especially to his mother, who may have been a widow by then, as some scholars say. Did he leave her behind when she might have needed him most? Jesus may have made a name for himself all over Galilee, but in his hometown of Nazareth, he was held in contempt, not celebrated, as our gospel today tells us. So in those times when we are the most discouraged in our creative work, or in our ministries, or even in our relationships, those times when we extend our most loving hand, or put forth our best intentions and our most eloquent work and ideas, but we are not received well, or we are misunderstood, or outright rejected, maybe we can take this page from Mark as an encouraging story. 
As Jesus himself experienced failure and rejection, so do we. We should not take such low points as our end-all or as a commentary on ourselves, but as part of the regular ups and downs of life. It is not how we dodge our rejections or our failures, but how we process them and grow from them that testifies to our strength and to our resilience. Jesus gives some challenging instructions to his disciples to carry nothing with them as they go about their mission. No bag, no change of clothes, no bread, not even any money, nothing that would preoccupy or burden them, and nothing that would keep them from needing to engage with other people. As part of training his disciples, maybe here Jesus is calling them to realize not their authority or expertise or independence, but their true need for their fellow human beings, their interdependence on one another. As I read this gospel and imagined the disciples going out in pairs from town to town, not sure where their next meal would come from or, nor, or where they would sleep at night, Today, what came to mind is the sermon that John Winthrop gave to his fellow English pilgrims aboard the ship Arabella as it sailed to the Massachusetts Bay Colony, where Winthrop eventually became governor. In the sermon, he said, we must be knit together as one in this work. We must entertain each other in brotherly affection. We must be willing to abridge ourselves of our superfluities for the supply of others' necessities. We must delight in each other, make each other's conditions our own, always having before our eyes our community as members of the same body. This sermon was delivered 150 years before the founding of our nation, the formal founding of our nation, and Winthrop defined a culture of generosity that has shaped America ever since though not without our significant failures of justice along the way towards native peoples and towards the enslaved, of which we are all well aware today. But without a commitment to look beyond individual needs to the greater good of all, as Winthrop envisioned, the colonists had no hope of survival in the new land. Likewise, Jesus knew his disciples needed to go into their mission unburdened and prepared to accept sustenance from strangers and from those whom they ministered to. The kingdom of God is marked by relationships of love and charity, which require us to get involved in each other's lives and to give and receive acts of love and kindness, small and large. Jesus also knows we need a way of unburdening ourselves, too, when we fall short or fail miserably, or perhaps even more difficult, when we do everything right, but we are still rejected and overlooked or made to feel shamed or dismissed. We can shake the dust off our feet, even if it takes a lot of work to really do that. Shaking the dust off is not always as simple as wiping our feet on a doormat. Sometimes it's the intention we bring to our effort to move forward. Sometimes to shake the dust off your feet means to take the form of a commitment to a longer process of healing or making a courageous life change when we are in a toxic environment or at a dead end, even if it comes with a heavy dose of heartache and loss. 
not as simple as it sounds. But still, the sacramental notion of shaking off the dust points to a larger and deeper reality of letting go and moving on. If we don't shake the dust off our feet the way Jesus teaches, we can never be free to move out of harmful and dead-end situations to progress forward in life. There's a Zen story about a senior and a junior monk who travel a road together. At one point, they come to a river with a strong current. As the monks are preparing to cross over the river, they see a beautiful young woman also attempting to cross. The woman asks if they could help her to cross to the other side. The two monks glance at each other because they have taken vows not to touch a woman. Then, without a word, the older monk picks up the woman, carries her across the river, places her gently on the other side, and continues on his journey. The younger monk cannot believe what has just happened. After rejoining his companion, he is speechless, and an hour passes without a word between them. Two more hours pass, and then three, Finally, the younger monk can no longer contain himself. He blurts out, As monks, we are not allowed to touch a woman. How can you carry that woman on your shoulders? The older monk looks at him and replies, Brother, I set her down on the other side of the river. Why are you still carrying her? What resentments, what baggage, what loads are we carrying around? when at the heart of this good news message is you should not and you need not take anything or carry anything around or bear any burden that is harmful to you. We are obliged only to bear the load of love as we move through life as followers of Jesus, but we are not expected to carry the weight of that which would do us harm, the way hurts and rejections and failures can do. These are things we will experience for sure. But, when they are, but even when they are like dust, they are too heavy for us to carry. And unless we shake them off, they will weigh us down everywhere we go and keep us from the fullness of life and of loving and of being loved. If you bear a heavy burden today or feel misunderstood or rejected or dejected, shake off the dust that is on your feet as you approach the Lord's table. Carry nothing with you as you come. No baggage, no resentments, no preoccupations. Come open-handed and ready to meet God at the altar where we are loved and we are fed and we are set free. Amen. You can find more sermons on our website at www.stmarksnewcanon.org.